Jack and the Boss Man show, friend of the show, Josh Pastor. Georgia Tech, the Yellow Jack is up there. Don't take wood drive. Coach, how you been, man? Good to see you again, buddy. Good to see you as well, too. Um, uh, you know, uh, usually we're talking via the phone and, and, and this, but because of COVID, we're able to talk now, um, you know, uh, virtually through Zoom and, uh, um, you know, excited to start the season. I mean, it's been a long time since we played a game, so uh, excited to get on the game floor next Wednesday, uh, November 25th for Georgia State. And Coach, what's about the March, Coach, because, you know, it was my birthday. March 11th was my birthday, and everything, everything kind of went crazy. So I've been working since March. My birthday it was the Hawks game that night with the Knicks. And so for your team, probably on spring break there, going back home and having to figure out what's going on with, with the virus and your players, how was that for you and your staff, man, knowing your guys didn't know what's going on in March back then? You know, look, I mean, it, it has been uncharted territory for all of us. You know, you, me, and everyone in between. I mean, it's just it's just been something that I don't think any of us ever thought we'd probably go through this in our lifetime. I mean, it's, to think about that I would be thinking about our schedule for this upcoming season, that should we have open weeks so in case games get canceled, we could fill games in. Or, hey, okay, Hey, uh, uh, Jose Alvarado, you, you, you got to enter the gym this way and you, you got to exit that way. And then you want to stay after and shoot. No, you have to leave. And then three other players, you're hanging in the locker room and I got to go get out. You got to leave. You can't hang in the locker room because, you know, you're, you're, it's so in sports, you want people to stay after and get extra shots. You want, you want the team to stay in the locker room to hang out so they build great chemistry. Um, you know, you want to, someone does a great play, you want to give them a high five and a pat on the back, you know, and none of those things can happen right now. And so it's just a complete, um, you know, it's just, it's something that you, I would never have thought we'd have gone through this, but you've had to adjust. We've all had to be flexible. You know, we've had to be agile. And there is no time to complain because, you know, we're all in this together and we've got to figure it out. And, um, um, you know, and the objective right now is how do we get to the game floor? Uh, we want to get to the game floor. And, um, and as you mentioned with, with what you had when you were at the Hawks-Knicks game, I mean, this, was, this is just, um, you know, for our guys at the time, I remember talking to them when all this was going down in March. I think everyone thought, okay, by July, we'll be back to normal and just everything good. And here we are, you know, the guys have said to me, coach, I can't believe that we're, it, it, you know, no fans in the arena, no this, no that, um, you know, so that's just kind of where it is. So we just got to keep our fingers crossed, hopefully get to, to the games and, and, and that will be good for everyone if we can get on the floor. And coach, how did you kind of keep your young men's minds mentally sharp? Because you know, when adversity hits, you unknown about the pandemic, you got social unrest around us right here in our background in Atlanta even. So how did you keep your young men's minds sharp so they don't get into a deep depression? Because when things are going negatively, they can get depressed as young men. No, absolutely. I mean, this is, and obviously not only with COVID and just all the all the factors going on this whole summer. I mean, it's been, it's been a lot, especially it's been a lot for, for 18 to 22 year olds. I mean, I mean, you and I are a little bit older, and, and, and um, even though you look, you look much younger than I do. I got more gray hair than, than, yeah. than you. So. Fast cover it up, Coach. Fast cover it up. <laughs> but um, um, so, you know, for an 18- to 22-year-old, this is just, you know, it's, it's a lot thrown on their plate, this, 
this entire uh, this entire year and uh, or this entire summer in a sense. And so, um, you know, I think one of the things we've done we try to be very transparent. We've tried to give our guys outlets where we've had team meetings and be able to communicate and express their feelings on all aspects of life, not just COVID, but but about social justice and everything in between. So so be able to give them outlets on that. Bring in speakers, have people come in to speak to our team, and so. Um, you know, you're, you're, we're, we're doing everything we can um, uh, to the best of our ability to, to, to be very transparent, be upfront, give them outlets. But I also understand that, that you know, it's, it's not easy for anyone. Listen, if it's not easy for me or you, it's not going to be easy for an 18 to 22-year-old either. And so it's just, a, it's, a, it's new for everybody. What I also say is, in moving back to COVID, the, the, the quarantine deal, um, you know, if you're, cause you know, you've had based on contact tracing, we've had some guys had to be in contact tracing where they weren't positive, but they were, but they were around a contact trace and they had to be in a hotel for 14 days in a room. And, and I'm telling you, that's not healthy mentally, you know, that's not easy to do. That's hard to do. And, um, so there's a lot of just factors right now. And, uh, that's why if we can get to the game floor, it'd be a great outlet for all of us. Uh, especially for our young men, just to be able to play against an opponent, have somewhat a little bit of normalcy, and I think that's why our objective is let's get to that game floor next Wednesday, November twenty, November twenty fifth. And coach, talk about just support, just support your staff for some support because you no know, academically, young men go for in class, Joseph said high academic school to being virtual. And you need assistant coaches to be engaged, your academic advisors to be engaged, professors to be engaged. And I know you check them on via Blackboard. So how was that to make sure young men stayed engaged academically while they was at home as well? Yeah, no, that, you know, listen, Georgia Tech rarely had online classes pre-COVID. I mean, there was, there was very little online classes pre-COVID. But I got to give a great, incredible shout out to Georgia Tech, President Cabrera, the president of Georgia Tech, Todd Stansberry, and everyone in between. And Todd Stansberry is the director of athletics. But both President Cabrera and, and what they did and how, one, they transitioned to everything in Georgia Tech to go from everything in class to now online in a short amount of time. His ability and his team's ability and the academic professor's ability to, to be able to transition that was remarkable, which is something that our school wasn't used to prior to, you know, pre-COVID. Also an incredible shout out to President Cabrera and the scientists and the, 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 the technicians and the doctors and the health experts that we've been able to test like we have through Georgia Tech's lab. And it's been incredible, the testing of COVID that we've been able to do for all students and faculty for free as much as we need to and um, uh, on campus. And that's been an incredible setup by President uh, Cabrera at Georgia Tech and his team and obviously the, the scientists and the, the doctors and the health people to, to come up with those genius labs and testing deals that, that you might be able to come up with Boston, but I, I, I can only be the coach at Georgia Tech. I can only <laughs> coach basketball. I'm, so I'm like, these people are just geniuses. I want to give you, if I could, I'd give everyone a hug that's come up with these procedures. But I, you know, so I got to keep my distance. But, yes. uh, but, but that being said, it's been an incredible deal at Georgia Tech. I think they've been really ahead of the curve. And, and our guys have done a great job on trying to adjust. And it's been interesting. A couple of our guys are like, Coach, I want to go back to in the classroom. Like, Coach, I'll never miss another class again. I'll never miss another class. I want to go back to the classroom. So I think through this time period, it's also made people say, okay, 
I don't want to take for granted some of the things previously um, that we had that maybe we did take for granted, you know, pre-COVID. Coach, I'll tell you for me personally, as been a radio host, you know, I haven't been seeing a practice in forever. I haven't seen any guy body in a long time. You know, I can't come down to Georgia Tech, go see, go see Rob Lanier at State or go to Kennesaw. I can't go anywhere. I can't see Greg, Greg, Greg. I, I can't see any of you all right now because, you know, protocol, so it sucks, man. But I, I want to get out, out, out of Star Bridge and come up there and see everybody, but I can't. No, and, and that's the thing. It's, 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 it's just it's changed everything. Like, I, you know how many people have asked me to come to practice, and I've told them, I, I, I don't want to be mean. I, I, you can't, our doctors won't let you come to practice. I mean, it's nothing personal. Um, it's just because of the COVID, they, they, they're only allowing the, they call it tier one essential personnel within the practice. And so, um, because I've had some coaches call, hey, can I, I just, I, I'm sorry. I mean, I would never want that. I would want every coach and every recruiter, every, you know, person, if they want to come watch, come watch. And, but we can't do that this year. Sort of like to your point, it's just been different. And, and, um, you know, moving to no next Wednesday when we play Georgia State, talking about different, like for us, for fans, we're only, we're only allowing students and faculty in our building and at, to the max number of 900. So no outside people can come into the arena um, that's not part of the Georgia Tech, you know, faculty or, or student body can come watch our game in live person. So it's going to be based on, you know, them watching on TV. That's going to be different. Um, you know, we, we actually practiced a couple times where we try to prepare for what the Georgia Tech's going to do with putting in crowd noise and playing music at different times. Because, look, the, the, the gym's going to – the arena, you know, sport, you're a sports guy. I mean, it, 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 part of great sports is the energy in the building, the fans. I'll be honest. <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, that's all what makes it – the hype of the game. I mean, that's what makes it fun. We're not having – we're not going to – none of us are going to have that this year and, and – um, um, so we're trying to adjust to that, how that will be uh, going into this season as well. Now, Coach, you know, scheduling-wise, I know you probably had the schedule done uh, before pre-COVID. Then you lost two weeks. But luckily, you have schools right here around us to play, like Greg Gary and Rob Lanier uh, as well. And so how is kind of scheduled games around COVID, knowing different rules in, in different states, and get stuff done knowing that, hey, you know, it's all tricky right now for us all. Yeah, no, well, we, you're right. We, our schedule was completed, and we didn't, you know, and then COVID hit, and we, every, they changed the season start date to November 25th. No exhibitions, no scrimmages prior. So we had to change everything. We had to eliminate uh, any games prior to November 25th. Um, and, and the other thing with that is, um, um, you know, we had to move some games around, but we, we also budget. I mean, I've told people, like, the financial aspect of it, because of the different things, and, and especially with football not having the max number of fans and, and, and obviously us not being able to have season tickets, um, you know, financials become an issue. So you, you, you really try to do the best you can to play local schools where the travel is very minimal. Maybe it's just a bus ride and whatever it is. So we've been fortunate. Our two opening games are at, at home at McCamish, but we're playing Georgia State, um, and then we're playing Mercer, two local schools. They'll both just obviously can bust back and forth. Um, uh, and for us, you know, and then, you know, moving forward, I don't think it's not just going to be the this year deal. I think even for the next couple of years, we're going to all have to look at playing regionally in non-conference games or budget-wise and uh, until we can kind of every – things can come, you know, get back to normal in a sense. And, and I think you can see that all through sports, especially in college athletics. I think moving forward, you'll see a lot of – 
of all sports of all teams really start playing more regionalized because of to minimizing the cost of travel based on budget. Most definitely, Coach. I'm actually curious now for you, trying to get put your stuff in for his out of bounds play, basic offense, defenses. How was that being? We only have so many guys a certain amount of time in, in the gym and no, no scrimmages now. Yet we kind of figure out rotations on the fly. You know, we rather have a scrimmage to figure out who's going to play how many minutes, who's going to play here, who works best together. So how was that to put those pieces together, Coach? Yeah, no, that's going to be a difficult part of it. I mean, I think we're all in the same boat. So, so of all the of all the teams. Um, you know, I, I, I think going into the season or going into your first game, there's, you're probably going to be, um, uh, you know, maybe a little rusty on some different things. You're not going to have everything in, like you said. It's impossible. It's just, you know, it's just not going to happen. So you're going to have to kind of just piece it together as you move forward. What I would say for us and our advantage is we're a veteran team. We're an older team. So the good news with that is a lot of the stuff we could have done maybe in the past I don't have to reteach everything at, you know, for the whole year that they can kind of just pick up on. So we do have a veteran group. I think having older guys for this one year especially does help, does make a difference. Um, but I think there's going to be no question that there's going to be, you know, early season, you could see all across the country, you could see surprising scores and results. That's not surprising because, um, and I say it's surprising maybe, you know, you catch the score or you catch the result, but it's really not surprising when you think about the situation for this year because there is going to be people, teams that are rusty. There's going to be teams that are not in sync. If you're not having full contact and playing, you're just going to get out of sync because, you know, there's nothing like um, full body contact and playing against opponents of a scrimmage or an exhibition to kind of feel your way out. And so, it's just going to be one of those years that, that it's, a, it's a wild card year. And as I said, the NC2A said to make the NC2A tournament, all you have to play is 13 games. They're preparing for cancellations. And they just came out the other day and said, in fact, if you play less than 13 games this year, you can file a waiver to qualify to play in the NC2A tournament. So even the selection committee has an understanding that there's a high probability that there's going to be cancellations. And I'm Mr. Positive. I'm, I'm, I'm Mr. You know, uh, looking, at the glass, looking at the glasses overflowing. But I'm also a realist that they're this year because basketball is different than football. I mean, look, look, football still played a lot of games. They've had a lot of cancellations. But basketball is different because it's such a close contact, close, intimate sport, you know, where football is a little more spread out. The, the football, the quarterback maybe never come in contact with the free safety. The, the tight end maybe never come in contact with the middle linebacker. I mean, but in basketball, everyone's intersects between each other. There's no way to avoid it. And so that's where you get into the contact tracing issues if you have a, a couple positive tests within your team or with the opponent that you play. If the opponent that you play you it has a positive test or two could also shut you down. So you're not just at, in dealing with yourself. You're also at the mercy of the opponent as well, too. And coach, for us ramping guys back up, how was that been? Because when you're inactive all that time, you know, trying to keep guys healthy, don't have a nagging knee, growing ankle, hamstring, they nags all year long, they can't get healthy ever. So how has that been with your strength, strength staff to make sure your, your young men are healthy as possible going into this yeah. weird year here, 2020? Yep, absolutely. And, and um, you know, and, and even think about, I've told this to people, you know, I don't know how many, I think some, because of the COVID and all the things going on this, the summer, the social justice there, people forgot like 2020 started out 
not great because of Kobe Bryant passing away. I mean, that, you know, in the, in the sports, I mean, it obviously used the iconic figure all throughout, but I mean, that happened in 2022. I mean, I mean, as well, early in the year, we're unfortunately him and his daughter and everyone else in that helicopter. And so this has just been a, you know, and that was tragic, but that, that hit everyone in the sports world and beyond really hard as, 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 as you know, and then you go into the COVID and the cancellation of sports you had the social uh, uh, unrest throughout the summer, everything else, and you're, now we're still in this place where we're, we're trying to get back to play. So one of the, to, to answer your questions, one of the things is, is being able to just, you know, what, what can you control in controlling the controllables? Um, and that is, you know, you're trying to stay in good shape, trying to be in good condition. And, and you know, and, and also through all this time, and I even brought this back up, to our team, we talked a lot about it during the Kobe, you know, during the during the accident with Kobe Bryant. That you know, life's really one day at a time, and and, and you can't take things for. I mean, things can change in a split second, and it doesn't matter the amount of money you have or the status or whatever it may be. I mean, life is really precious, as we've all seen here. I mean, this whole year of 2020, if there's anything we could possibly take from it, is man, life is really precious literally one day at a time, literally one breath at a time. And, and that's all we can do at this point. You can't predict in the future and what's going to happen. And, you know, we just try to, you know, try to be at the best we can for that one day. And, and one of the things that we can control controlling the controllables is trying to be in good shape and, and, and being in good conditioning so that when we do enter the games, the guys are healthy, as you mentioned, they got good cardiovascular workup and, and they're in good condition. And coach, day the Kobe Bryant died. I was at the Hawks game that day, getting ready to cover the game that day, and we got the yeah. got the call and said, "My phone, what's it? What?" I mean, I don't think you and I talked since then. And I remember, like, I remember, I, I I got a text message, and I was like, "Ah, come on, this like, you know, you're just thinking that no way." Like, I I, I and I was turning on the news, and nothing was there was no reporting of it, and and then I saw, then I got another someone else sent like a screenshot of something on Twitter of saying that, you know, because I had TMZ had him, that he had passed away in a helicopter act, but you didn't believe it. There's no way. It was shocking. It was, it was, it was, and I remember, like, like, I remember sending it to our guys, say, hey, guys, I just, you know, to a group text message we were on, hey, guys, I just want to make you aware of this. I'm, you know, I don't know if this is true or not, but this has been reported on the internet. I'm hoping it's not true, but just so you're not caught off guard. And then as, obviously, as the day went on, and, 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 I was obviously, we we're all glued to the television and just in shock and, and like, and then obviously as the days kind of went on, it like kind of hit you like it was for real. And I couldn't, I mean, even my daughters, like, because, you know, I mean, I, we were, you were watching so much of Kobe stuff. Like I couldn't get enough of Kobe stuff. And gosh, the guy was so talented. I mean, not just basketball, like everything in life. Who, I mean, yes. And then, of course, obviously his daughter, and I mean, just awful. And then, obviously, everyone else that uh, lost their lives as well, too. Just that was that was awful. That was just an awful time period for sure. Speaking of coach, one day at a time, like for me, I talked to Anthony Stewart, you, 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 you see Martin three weeks ago, and now he's gone. You know, we had a great thirty-minute talk here on Zoom on the show, and I'm like, Sunday I get this. I was, I was sick because he's a good, a good, great, good friend of mine, a great guy I talk to every year. And he's gone, fifty years old. He just threw me off Sunday. No, he he's an incredible. He, he what a good man he is. Or, you know, he and his son's a great player, and he's a and, and, and Coach Stewart's a great guy. For anyone who's not the, the 
uh, uh, Coach Stewart's a head basketball coach at, at, at UT Martin and um, in the state of Tennessee. And unfortunately, Sunday just died unexpectedly, like just in a split second. And so um, it was just a very unfortunate deal and just awful. I mean, completely awful. And yes, I do know coach and just, it was awful. And, and it was just a terrible, terrible deal. I mean, I, my heart, prayers, thoughts go out to their family on, on such a, you know, uh, awful deal. Now, coach, for you, um, how was recruiting via Zoom? I saw you sign a great class for 2021 for sure. So how was recruiting via, I know your relationship guy, coach, you're a relationship dude. So how was recruiting via Zoom and showing the campus via Zoom, doing those Zoom things for families and players? I know how you are, I man. You love to see people face, 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 and get to know them that way. Yeah, you know, that's that's um, that's been a real interesting uh, viewpoint from, from us because, you know, you're right, I'm a, I'm a, way better recruiter in person uh, dealing with people. I, you know, I'm a hugger. I like to hug people and, and, um, and, and be in their homes and, and have that energy so they can feel my energy. You know, Zoom, you know, it's a little different because uh, you're, you're, you know, you could be having a conversation ready to hit the strong point and boom, the, the internet goes out on you. So, but I was, we were very, very fortunate. We signed a great class. We signed three really good players and uh, my, my assistant coaches just did a phenomenal job. And all three players we signed are really good. And so we signed a really good class here at Georgia Tech for us. That being said, the credit really goes to the assistant coaches uh, that I have on my staff. They, they, they did the job. Uh, I made sure I didn't screw it up. The, assistant, the assistants did the job. So we ended up with a really, really good class. But, but you're right, uh, Bossman. I, 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 I – um, I prefer being in person. You know, it'd be like me coming to your home. You and I, I would, you would, you would feel my energy more in, you know, and, and, and just that, in, you know, that, that connection more so than you do get in a zoom. It's just, you can still feel my energy, but there's nothing like me being in your home and, and giving you a big hug and, 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 and more so zoom. So, you know, hopefully in time, we'll get back to that. The NC2A did come out yesterday and said that they are, they are extending the recruiting dead period through April 15th. So we will not be anything. We will continue through Zoom at least until April 15th of 2021. Now, Coach, for you, man, I, I, know, I know you're a real positive guy, man, and I know you've been on these Zooms all summer long. Guys tell me how great your Zooms have been with other coaches. So talk about that, man, how fun was getting with other coaches and sharing ideas with less combative, you share the just talk as coaches and sharing experience with each other. Yeah, no, I mean, that's what we've done. We've been, you know, you're, you, because of the, a lot of free time that you've been able to, you know, get on clinics and talk to different coaches and try to share knowledge, pick up knowledge, um, share ideas and, and, and try to stay as sharp as possible. Um, and it really gave us time where coaches, you know, beforehand, pre-COVID, all these clinics, you'd fly to the places, you know, you, 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 there'd be, you know, only a certain group, you know, if you're in that area to, to, to come watch you speak. Now, because of post-COVID of, of the Zoom, I could be doing a clinic and, and someone in Australia you know, could be, could be uh, listening and then send me an email. Hey, I heard you're something about, or I can see a, 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 a coach do a presentation. That's a great coach in Europe about their offense or defense. Whereas pre COVID, I, I would have had to go to Europe to, to hear him speak. He, you know, he or she speak. He, because of COVID 
everything for basketball, they've been able to do things online through Zoom, the clinics, and you've been able to share a lot of knowledge with each other. And that's been really healthy, I think, for the game. Coach, I'll ask you about a good friend of you and I both, Coach Randy Peel. He's a close friend of mine, a mentor to me. He's helped me out a lot of my life. So tell us about Coach Peel, what he's meant to you. And he's, he talks very highly of you, Coach. He says you're a great guy. He's happy to hear you be on the show today with me. Yeah, yeah. Coach Peel is awesome. Been around a long time. He's been a very successful coach. He's just a good man. Um, uh, you know, he's he's – you know, he's a guy that's obviously uh, has had tremendous experience and knowledge in the game, and and I've learned a lot from him personally. And then on top of that, he's even he's he, as good of a coach, and talent evaluator, and and individual instruction guy, and all those things that you do with basketball. He's even a better person, and he's just he's excellent. He's awesome, and so um, he's been a, you know he's he's been great in the profession and. Uh, uh, wherever he's been, they've done they've done very well, and and they've won games, and he's been a been a, a big contributor in, in in all of basketball for many coaches throughout the country. Coach, I want to give you a compliment because you know you built this job was a total rebuild job. We all do that. You've got this thing set in on a great direction, Coach. I know we took it, took it over, man. Hey, I was come in. You've done a great job, Coach. You've done a great job in this program. I want to say you did a great job, and I want to say keep it the good work, man. I love it. Well, I, I appreciate you saying that, and, and all credit for that to happen. First of all, the players. Obviously, you don't you know you don't win any game. Players win games. Coaches lose games. Players win games. So all credit goes for the student athletes. Secondly, um, the staff that I had, the assistant coaches and the support staff, has been incredible. Uh, my entire time at, at at Georgia Tech, we've had such good guys. I've always had, even going dating back to Memphis, I've always had great staff members. And then my bosses, you know, I, I've had incredible bosses. Uh, my current athletic director, um, obviously, Mr. Stansberry, uh, Mike Babinski hired me, so I'm so thankful for him. But Mr. Stansberry is just, I, I, you know, he's in, love him, love him, incredible. He's awesome. I've had two presidents here and President uh, Peterson, who's just been so awesome as well. And then President Cabrera, who's now the current, who's just as awesome, and, he, and he's great. So just thankful for everyone. And, uh, now, it's our, now we got to do our job, get on the floor, and, and, and try to win some games. Coach, no, I'll be cheering for you guys. Y'all have been good to me over the years. It's out of Memphis, man. I was do this at least once a year, man. So best luck to you, Coach Pazden. Be safe, buddy. I hope to see you real soon once this thing loosens up for us, man. Yeah, I, I look, hey, listen, I look forward to having you back in our arena. And if it doesn't happen in this season, you'll be watching on TV and, and, and being able to, you know, through, through, through the Internet. But I'm, my fingers are extremely crossed. And I'm keeping positive vibes that 21-22 season, we're all back to normal, packed arenas, packed crowds, the energy back. And, and uh, so, so we got to do this one year where we got to kind of handle it like this. We got it. Let's, let's, let's keep our energy focused to 21-22 where everyone can be back in the arena with the loud noise and get back to the home court advantage. And seeing you coaching them up real good because you're always coaching with passion, Coach. I love it, man. You're the best, man. Thank you so much, Coach, always. Thank you so much as well. Coach, be safe, man. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.